Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Activist Podcast. My name is Leilani Raglan. I am your host on this lovely, lovely day. And before we dive into all of the incredible interviews that I've done over the last several weeks, I wanted to really take a moment to describe what has brought me here and what this journey has looked like for me over the last several months, but really my entire life. So real talk, and this is just true. And this is, I think this is the point in the podcast where people decide if I'm for them or if I'm not for them. (laughs) So I'm just going to just shoot you straight and not waste any of your time. Okay. So I'm a divine channel. I channel information and stories and images from the universe in support of others, in support of myself, in support of my family, but really to guide humanity forward and to guide us to the next evolution, the next ascension. That is why I believe that I was, that I chose to be put here on earth at this time in history. So now that all of the people that don't want to hear from me are gone, (laughs) I just want to say welcome to my people. Hi, and thank you so much for being here. And really at the end of the day, I guess that's the first lesson that's coming through is something that I've really, really had to come to terms with in my journey of, of leaning into my spiritual truth and my just universe given persona, like who I am at my core. I really had to come to terms with the notion that I am not for everyone. And I feel like I tend to clap while I talk like for emphasis and I won't do this here because that's super annoying, but I am just not for everyone. And spoiler, er, neither are you. Hate to be the one to tell you that, but it's so true. And I think the moment that I was able to just kind of like sit and sink into that truth of, hmm, like I am actually not going to be for everyone. Not everyone's going to like me. I, I am not going to please everybody in being who I truly am at my core. The moment I was able to accept that as a universal truth, that was the moment that I was able to step fully, fully, fully into who I am meant to be here in this realm at this particular point in history. And so with that, I just, I want to invite you. Brene Brown is a, oh my gosh, I'm such a fangirl for Brene Brown. Brene Brown, if you're listening, I love you. And please, can we meet sometime? Brene Brown says a lot that resonates with me, but what's coming up for me right now is this notion of permission slips. And what would it take for you to give yourself the permission to not be for everyone? And how would that free you from whatever it is that is guiding your path that is not universe-led? So when I say that, I say that with so much love because that has been most of my life. I am a queer, cisgender, mixed Asian woman, and I have spent most of my life caring for other people. I was actually just talking to a friend about this just an hour ago about this notion of rest and when the last time I actually rested was, and I cannot even tell you 
because ever since I was a little kid, I have been taking care of other people. I have not taken a moment to rest and I have been in this people pleasing mode almost my entire life. I guess I I could say I'm a recovering people pleaser because I still see myself doing that. And, you know, I tend to be hard on myself and kind of spiral into shame when I do start to go into that people pleasing mode. But it's also something that I recognize does not serve me. And so how can we hold both, right? How can we be in constant growth and continue to stand in our power and continue to challenge ourselves to know better and to do better and to be better. And so I guess that's the first lesson for today. I didn't know we were going to be going there, but there it is. But when I think about being a divine channel, I think it started even well before I realized that I was a channel. So when I think of being a little kid, I always got the sense when there was something spiritually around that I could not see with my two eyes. I got messages from a very young age to the point where I asked my mom because I I had some awareness around like angel energy in the last several years. And so I reached out to my mom and I was like, Hey mom, like did I ever talk about angels as a kid? Like, was that ever a thing? And my mom said, well, you didn't really talk about them, but you would always draw them. And I was like, what? Really? Like, why? How do I not know this? Why didn't you tell me this? And she's like, ah, it never really came up. You know, so mom, (laughs) never really came up. But I guess there's this story of when I was a kid and I drew like giant angels on the wall with like crayon. And as I look back on it, I'm sure that that's because I was being communicated with from the ether, right? And I was drawing these angels on the wall with crayon and I got in so much trouble for it. I don't remember this, like I've completely blocked it out, but I got in so much trouble and my mom made me scrub the wall. And I think from then on out, I never drew another angel. And so it's feeling important to say, because I think there are things that happen when we're younger that unconsciously, consciously or unconsciously, we tend to put away, right? We put away our gifts. We kind of pack them away. I got in trouble that day. And ever since then, I mean, I could always sense spiritual presence, but I didn't allow myself to explore it. And, you know, mom, I love you. It has nothing to do with my mom and that story in that sense. But just to illustrate that we have things happen, we get bumped and bruised along the way of our life. And somehow we forget who we are. We forget what our gifts are. We forget the big work that we're meant to do. We forget where we're from. And this podcast and the space that we're sharing right now is an invitation for you to begin to remember to remember all of the gifts that you have been given that for one reason or another have been put away, right? So what could it look like for you to give yourself permission to bring those gifts forward today? And so I, with that, I will transition into the next part of my story. So that's like the very early stuff, right? Like, okay, something's up with this girl, like something is definitely different, And I didn't really understand the full extent of my gift as an etheric translator until this year. And and specifically with the murder of George Floyd. That was the moment I made the giant mistake 
giant mistake of watching that video. And I sobbed with my entire spirit. I, something was awakened within me, within the collective consciousness. And not to say, I mean, this was not new, right? This, this violence against the black community is not new. Unfortunately, I wish I could say it is, it is not. And yet that was the moment that everything cracked open for me. And I think it cracked open for a lot more people. And so from that moment, what I started to realize is I started hearing things. (laughs) I started seeing things in my mind's eye that I shouldn't have been knowing. And I got really curious about it. I was like, okay, what is happening? It's not the first time that I've channeled messages from the ether, but it was the first time that it was so frequent. It was so frequent. It was happening multiple times a day. And oftentimes in my coaching sessions, I'm a, I'm a leadership coach. And that I guess that's my like Clark Kent persona. And it was happening as I was coaching executives and things like that, where divine guidance was coming through and I could no longer hold it back. I could not put it away. And so I just started to bring it forward. I started telling executives, I started telling coaching clients, consulting clients, what was coming through. And amazingly, it was resonating. I even surprised myself. (laughs) I mean, I surprised myself with the information that I was getting that I should not have known. I was seeing very, very distinct images. One friend of mine that I was, I was just sitting and having a connection with, and she started to talk to me about her financial troubles. And what started coming through was like this image of this older black woman make it like kneading bread and like flour going everywhere. And this little girl just like joyfully jumping and laughing and the flowers going everywhere. And I conveyed that image to her. Like I'm getting this information right now. What, what does this mean? Do you know? And she just started to cry and said, that's my grandmother. That's me and my grandmother. And that is when I was a little girl, it, it's all I remember is her kneading bread. She was always baking bread. And me in her kitchen is some of my most joyful memories. And so that happened times like three, four, five hundred. <laughs> like it just kept happening. And I just started to get really curious and really started to unpack, like, what does this all mean? Like, why me? Why is this a thing? Why is it like, what am I supposed to do with this? I already felt so different. I'm a survivor of childhood trauma. I'm a survivor of sexual trauma, sexual abuse. And I just have always felt so different. And I didn't want one more thing to make me different. And so I kind of pushed it away a little bit as much as I could. But again, it just kept coming up. It kept resurfacing. And so finally, I just said, yes, I stopped. I said, okay, if this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. And it started to be really, really clear to me that every single one of these entities that came forward, they were all in service of 
humans here and animals and plants and all that. But, but really my work was around supporting humans. And so every single time I got into community with someone who needed a message, I sent it over. I just sent it over and said, Hey, there's a message coming through. Are you open to hearing it? And of course, some people say no. And the vast majority of people say yes. And, you know, it either came through or it didn't. And that is truly how this all started. It was just me saying yes and others saying yes to receiving. And then a few months ago, I met a dear friend of mine. Her name is Josette LeBlanc. She's a channel as well. She is also an energy worker and she has incredible offerings. So please do look her up. I worked, I started working with her and what had happened after that, I could not have even anticipated. My life has changed so much since that fateful call with Josette. And really what had happened with us connecting is that my gifts just cracked wide open. And all of the information that, you know, my ego was holding back, all of that, it just started coming through. It flooded in. And so I spent a few days up, just seriously felt like I was in the ether. I was in the spiritual realm. Even though I was walking this earth, it was very much with the lens of, wow, we are so connected and we're so interconnected and we're so held and we are so not alone. And that was the way that I moved to the earth, my empath abilities, my psychic abilities, everything was heightened and it was really, really beautiful, but it was also not sustainable. So I I got a lot of information those few days and then I started to settle back into my humanness, which is required. We may be divine beings, but we are not meant to be a hundred percent divine on this earth. It's not sustainable. I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping you know, and then I kind of crashed a little bit. I crashed back into my humanness. And now several months later, I'm in this space of balance, balancing, continual balancing and continual rebalancing. I mean, it's, it's always, it's always there. The ego, the fight between ego and divinity, it is a fight. It's a struggle, but it's also, it's like the yin and the yang. They both have to exist and they have to coexist in balance in order to be healthy And so that is where I am now. I channel all of my, (laughs) I'm writing a book. I'm channeling a book. I channel for clients, coaching clients. I learned how to do the Akashic record, to be an Akashic records practitioner over the last couple of months. And it is just, again, a reawakening, a remembering of who I am. And so with that information, I really just... I wanted to give you an opportunity to see a little bit more about who I am. And again, like I quit my corporate job. Tomorrow is actually my last day. It is. It's so surreal. By the time you listen to this, it's, it will have been like a couple of months, but it's so surreal to think, you know, I was the good girl. I've always had this good girl mask, this good girl narrative. I did all the things. I went to school. I went to grad school. I had the corporate role. I had the cushy job. I did it all. And what was very clear to me this year when these gifts were made apparent to me again was that I was not meant to be that person. 
and this is who I'm meant to be. And so I invite you to join me on this journey. I would love to hear from you. I would love to see if you resonate with any of this. I am just really, really curious to see who you all are and who you're remembering you are. Because I think at the end of the day, we're all here at this particular point in human history to move forward, to ascend to the next level, to the next evolution of who we are meant to be as a collective. And so anything that I can do to support that, any any person that I can bring on this podcast to reiterate that, that is my goal. That is my hope and my vision for what I'm doing here. And so with that, I will leave you to it. I really, really hope that you get some clarity through this podcast. I hope you find a place to belong. I hope you find your people here because truly this notion that we are separate, that we are alone in this world is simply false. We are one. We are so connected And friends, we completely belong to one another. So for now, be still, my friends, and live into your impact. So good chatting with you today, and I'll talk to you soon.